Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where, where you inspire you to live your dreams, and encourage you to take massive action, and be your authentic and genuine self. We, we focus on three pillars. That's empowering youth, equipping leaders, and enriching marriages so that you can go out and dominate your space. If you're ready to dominate, you're listening to the right show. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio. Hey everyone, let us know where you're checking in from. Today we're going to be talking about marriage, sweet spot. We talked about this yesterday, find your sweet spot, find where it is that you add the most value, find where it is that you are at your best and you will be the MVP. You're the MVP which you add, where you add the most value. What's up mom, what's up Perry, what's up Jordan? Um, and so today we wanted to talk about marriage, right? So where are you? Where are you um, in the marriage triad? So um, wanted to talk to you guys about a few things, um, probably really quick because um, it's, a, it's a powerful subject and, and it's really about you taking the information um, and then going back and digesting it and, and then chewing on it for a little bit and then, you know, letting that let marinate, right? So there's three areas that your relationship will will be in three stages, right? We're off. We're always in one of these three stages. So you're always in preparing, right? So um, and I'll break those down for you, right? So preparing is um, either going into a relationship, preparing for marriage, um, uh, kind of filling each other out. Maybe you just started a relationship. Maybe you just started your marriage. All of those stages, you know, um, you're in a relationship about to get married. You just got married. Those are the preparation stages of the relationship, right? Um, you know, the beginning stages. Then you have repairing, right? This is the hardest. This is the hardest and, and the one that oftentimes people don't ever come out of. It's the repairing. Some people go into repairing and they 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 end up going down the wrong path and then they get stuck and then the relationship is is not where it needs to be. Um, hey Liz, and so in repairing, um, this is where your marriage needs absolute commitment. It needs all of you. It needs you to be on your A game for it to um, go where it needs to go. And then the last stage uh, in a marriage is maximizing. This is where you want to be, where you're maximizing your relationship, uh, where you're in improving your relationship, where you're going to a whole new height. Um, relationships can be here. This is where a lot of people um, sometimes say their relationship is, but is where it's going. Um, this is when you're thriving. This is where you're getting better. This is where you're um, complementing each other, where your strengths are are highlighted and your weaknesses are minimized and you are constantly in sync with each other. So how do you get to maximizing? How do you get to that ideal state in your relationship? Um, well, first, um, and this is going to be really, really simple, but I would encourage you guys to write this down. Um, stop trying to be or please everybody. I mean, like we just pause and just 
digest, digest that, right? <laughs> Stop trying to be and or please everybody. Um, and it's important that you understand this concept. You know, when you first come into a relationship, um, there's a few things that tend to happen. Every relationship goes through this. You will have, um, you know, two individuals coming together and then they come from two unique backgrounds. They come from two unique, you know, sets of beliefs, sets of personalities, sets of upbringings. And so the husband and the spouse, the husband and the wife, the, the, the spouses um, come together and they have to kind of like navigate those waters. They have to become one. They have to understand that. And this is where everybody has an opinion. Your friends, um, other people in other relationships, um, people outside of the relationship, family, everybody has a, a, has an opinion. And so it's very important that you understand that you cannot please everybody. Your focus, your energy should be on pleasing one person and one person only. And that is your spouse. So why is it that most people tend not to do this. And it goes back to, you know, what we always talk about. It's we rely on our last best. We rely on what I did yesterday. We rely on how I got you. The same things that I say to you when I first met you, the the sweet sayings, the nice sayings and how beautiful you look, the flowers, everything that's done in the initial stages, you did and you are creating an experience. And so women feel experiences. They feel words, they experience words. And what does that do for them? Well, the words create that experience. Yeah. Yep. So whatever, you know, your spouse is telling you, so men, whatever you're telling your spouse, whatever you're telling women, whatever woman that's in your life, you're creating an experience for them. So it's important that, you know, you make the most of those words because you want to create a great experience for them. You know, you don't want mm. someone else creating a great experience for them. You don't want someone else to be in their presence and they feel like I get a better experience with this person than I get with my spouse. Absolutely. And so, and that's why it's important that you continue to create that experience for your spouse and not just do it one time. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just say one thing one time and then not do it again because what your spouse is going to go back to and revert to is what you said when you guys were first together. Like, oh, well, you, you stated that you loved me. You stated that I was beautiful. You stated that everything was, you know, good. Why don't you say that anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we go back to that. Like you want that experience. So make sure that the only person that you're trying to please and your focus is on pleasing your spouse. Right. So that's that's step one. That's how you can get from the preparing and repairing and get to the maximizing. Right. Hey, I'm here. And uh, so the next thing that you want to be careful of is oftentimes Everybody, everybody does this. Everybody fights for something and fights against something. Mm -hmm. Hey, Tanya. And when you fight for something, 
My question is, what are you fighting for? In your relationship, you should be fighting for things that edify the relationship. Are you fighting for each other? When you fight for each other, you complement each other. You build each other up. You are constantly in sync with each other. When you fight for common ground, you're looking for unity, right? This is important because oftentimes, you know, it's almost like a competition in the relationship at the beginning. It's like, you know, who makes the most money and, and all these different things that can happen. So you got to fight for common ground. And then the, the other, the last thing that you want to fight for is for communication. You know, are you communicating properly? Are you getting that understanding? Are you making sure that the words that are being spoken are being received in the manner that they, that they are spoken? Oftentimes, message sent is not message received. It's also very dangerous for you to think that um, what you said was always said the right way. It's not what you say. It's typically how you say it. And so for men, this is something that it, it's a challenge for us because, well, I said that. No, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. Right. And then you got to make sure that you fight against certain things in your relationship. Mm. And the, the easy way to kind of look at this one is the CDC. Right. So confusion, you want to fight against confusion. You want to prevent confusion in your relationship, whether it's with finances, whether it's with discipline, whether it's with different things. You want to fight against confusion. The second thing you want to fight against is against division. Um, you know, somebody saying, well, you know, um, my spouse, my spouse don't do that. Okay. That doesn't matter. Like we're not talking about what your spouse does and we're not talking about what my spouse does. We were having a conversation about dinner, breakfast, what we're eating. We were just getting together to talk, not to bring the vision. So when people try to sneak things into your relationship or say certain things, you got to fight against that division, whether it's sincerely just changing the conversation, switching gears. Um, you don't have to be disrespectful, but you can be very polite and very respectful and just change that situation, right? You have to make sure that you do not allow a division in your relationship. Or just division amongst, you know, you two as a couple. Yes. So division in how you raise your children. Division yes. in, you know, what you want to do with finances. Yes. And, you know, how you, you know, just the things that you guys want to do in your relationship. It's important Perfect. that you don't have division in those different areas as well. Absolutely. Hey, Darlene. And the last thing that you want to fight against in your relationship is complacency. Mm. It's easy to get comfortable. <laughs> it's super easy to get comfortable. I got her. Mm -hmm. I'm I here. Mm -hmm. Right. So so what's the best example of this? Fitness. Mm -hmm. you used to go to the gym all the time. Or you just were more <laughs> concerned about. Oh, you were more concerned. Yeah, you were. Like. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, the reality is it's. You know, you're not going to look the same after being married for 20 mm -hmm. years. You know what I mean? Like you can. When you, that is absolutely true. We just joked about that last night. That is so true. You can. You have the potential. Yeah. To, to, to look exactly. You, you how made you a look. good comment like that, last night. That's so true. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I like I don't even know how to come back from that. No, it's <laughs> pretty good. So last night. But last night you mentioned that. Right. So what were you referencing last night? Which comment were you talking about? So we're, we're the change. So you said, um. It's crazy how I wouldn't do a movie with so-and-so. You remember that? You wouldn't do a movie with this actor because of how they look. 
with the new movie that's coming out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm not about to say that. It's a lot of people looking forward to. All right, to so, okay, so we're not going to talk about that, but 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 seriously, you can look the same way that you did when you when you got married, or you can even look better than you did when you first got married because you believe in valuing your relationship, in investing in your relationship, in investing in yourself, so that you can show up better, you can be better, you can look better. The problem is we get complacent. We think that. Hey, I, I'm good. I got a wife. I'm good. I got kids. I'm good. It doesn't take that much. It doesn't take that much. Listen, it's going to take a lot of work. Anything that you want. I, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do it. Right. You can. It's uphill. Oh, <laughs> uphill. wow. Wow. Right? Everything of value is uphill. Did he just. Yeah. So he didn't listen. He did not. But seriously, seriously. Everything of value, everything that you have in your relationship is just like everything that you want in your business and in your life. It's uphill. You have to invest in your relationship. It's it, At times, is it going to be difficult? Absolutely. Is it worth it? Even more. You have to invest in your relationship. And I, you hey, know, Richard, looking at the whole complacency, you know, aspect, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we can easily get comfortable you know, with our spouse, I was, um, you know, thinking about a conversation I was having recently. Our spouse is somebody that we feel comfortable with. You're not going to go to work. And if you're frustrated, you're not going to take your frustration out on your, on the people on your job. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to come and be frustrated more, more easily at your spouse than it is to go and just go to work and be like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to fuss everybody out. I'm going to take my anger. Nope. Usually you get yourself together. Mm -hmm. You hold it together at work. (laughs) And you fall apart, yeah. you know what I mean, with you your spouse home. because you're comfortable, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, around them. They, you've been together for so long, so you're complacent, and Man. it's important to just to just be mindful of that. You know, when you were talking about the whole, you know, fitness thing, and you know, being able to look like you did when, you know, I think I was more thinking about <laughs> not, um, you know, not not simply loving somebody for that yeah, reason. Absolutely. You know what you I mean? Can. Like you don't mm-hmm. you don't love your spouse simply because. Or don't love, you no longer love your spouse simply because they don't look the way that they did when you got married 20 years ago. Because the reality is, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, just to be honest, as a woman, Mm -hmm. it's not easy. Yes. It's absolutely not easy, especially after having kids and Mm -hmm. just taking care of kids and a spouse and all that stuff. Like, it's, it's not easy. So it's important that you don't, you know, have those restrictions and stipulations on why you love your spouse. Yes. But at that same time, you know, you don't have those stipulations. You don't have those reasons tied to um, loving your spouse. It's also important that as I guess I can speak for women that we mm-hmm. don't get complacent. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we don't get complacent and oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. he gonna love me anyway. I don't got to get you know, dressed up. I can, you know, walk around, walk around with rollers in my hair and just look any old kind of way. Don't do it. it. It's, don't do it. It's important that we don't get complacent in that yes. aspect as well. So it's a lot of different ways where we can get complacent no, absolutely. in our relationships. So. And, and I think it, it's an important it, it's an important topic because and, and that's why we're talking about it because you know oftentimes we think like well you know um, it's okay I don't have to look my best. I got him like we said yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know it's him. okay or, or or but it could be any aspect of your relationship where you get complacent like oh you know well. You know, um, we don't need to talk about the bills. Sharita's got it. You know, we don't need to talk about the bills. Chris has got it. like 
You you have to intentionally always be investing in your relationship, getting better, get learning and, and getting that knowledge, getting that understanding and then applying it, which is the wisdom part. Like you can't just sit here and think that your relationship is going to get better if you don't get better. You can't give from an empty cup. Like it's just, it's not, not going to happen. And it, and, and that's why when you, when you take all the energy, you take all of that effort and you do it at work, when you come home, it's so easy for you to get complacent, not value your spouse and blow up because your cup is empty. So it's even more important that as, as you compliment each other, that you see that and you're able to fill their cup. You're able to help them out. Hey, I see you're not doing good today. Hey, I see that something's going on. Okay, got it. Boom. Hey, I got you. You know, maybe a little back rub or maybe like, hey, let's just put your feet up today. You know, there's been plenty of times that like I get home and I'm trying to do something and, you know, Sharita may send something. She's like, why don't you go upstairs and just kind of like put your feet up for a little bit? You know, you've been working hard this week. And, you know, um, you know, we you, you helped enough in the kitchen or whatever. And and I'll go upstairs and, and you know, and, and it's 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 appreciated. It's it's. I really enjoy that, but I want to make sure that we can both get that, right? So so I try to help as, as much as I can. I'm trying to get better at it because I don't want my wife in the kitchen working really hard. Again, me getting complacent because, well, you at home, right? So that's what you're supposed to be doing. No, I come home. I try to help. I, you know, we do this together. We try to clean the kitchen together. We try to, you know, straighten up. Hey, I mop. You straighten up. You do the dishes, I do this. We try to do that so that we can complement each other and then we can have more time together. Um, hey, while I do this, can you, you know, talk to the kids? Hey, can you do this? These are all things that are important, but again, you get complacent. Yeah. Well, I don't need to talk to the kids every day. I don't need to do that. Like yeah. you you have to make yeah. that happen. You have to be intentional. When it's just us two, it's easy. It's five. So now you got to divide your time five ways because it's not four. It's five. You got to give yourself time too. you got to, you know, so yeah, yeah. You got to intentionally give yourself time. You got to invest in yourself. You got to be, be better so you can show up better in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's so important, but enough about that. That's a lesson in itself. Yeah. That's that's super important (laughs) because in order for me to be my best for my kids, in order for me to be my best for, you know, my husband, I got to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got to try to get better, you know, and that's, you know, when you're saying like you can't give from an empty cup, that speaks so much. That speaks to your parenting. Yes. That speaks to your relationship. Yes. Like I can't give my best to you if I'm not taking care of myself. And that is so, it's so easy to, to not do, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Just give, 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 and you get burnt out. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's, so it's important in your relationship to make sure that you're, you're, you're taking care of, you are, you're a part of that number. Yes. You know, like you just included five of us, you know, we got three kids. Um, I'm one of those people that need to be taken care yeah. of. And you're one of those people that yes. need to be taken care of in that number. And, and, you know, um, so women cover your ears, um, men cover your eyes. So you don't hear, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but seriously, men, this is, I'm speaking to all the men on this live from today to whenever you hear this live, I want you to understand me very clearly. Treat your spouse. It doesn't matter how much they tell you that they don't want it. It doesn't matter how many times they say, 
it's okay. Let's spend the money somewhere else. Allow them to go get their hair done, get their nails done. Even if it's a spa, help them take care of themselves when they don't want to or they don't need or they feel like they don't need to. Because sometimes women are very selfless and they want to take care of everybody else and they don't take care of themselves because of the family. Likewise, women, encourage your men to like always be well-groomed. You shouldn't be having like long nails. You shouldn't be like looking, you know, shaggy and shabby. I mean, you got to show up the right way. The same way that you got her, you got to stay on your A-game all the time, all day, every day. Well, not all day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) You can take a break for like five minutes. (laughs) All right. So now in closing, this is the participation part. This is where we want y'all to help us. We need y'all to kind of encourage us and help us out. So what is the biggest problem? In your relationship. Mm. What is the biggest problem that you're facing in your relationship right now? Put it in the comments. Tell us what is the biggest problem that you're facing in your relationship. Hey, Stacy. Hey, Eric. So I guess I can just throw out a few things yeah. that may be common in a relationship or some things that we might have, um, you know, experienced um, at variety different, of different times, points. Okay. You know, in our relationship. So, you know, some big problems, some common problems in relationships are problems with, um, let's say, parenting. Parenting, okay. agreeing on, you know, how you want to parent your your children. Okay. And I know that was something that we've had to, you know, work through. um, Yeah. How you want to parent and discipline your children. Absolutely. Hey, Andrew. (laughs) And so, uh, what's up, man? We got to connect. And so... I think, you know, that's a good point. So parenting, right? Mm-hmm. So parenting, usually my, my question when somebody says, well, this is the biggest issue I have in my relationship. Whatever it is, whether it's finances, yep. whether finances, it's communication, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, the question would be. My question would be right after would be, so what is your role in it? Right. Because oftentimes, mm-hmm. like say, for example, we have a, a, a financial issue in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Well... The first thing that'll say is, well, my partner, my spouse didn't do this. Okay. What is your role in it? <laughs> you know, specifically, yeah, specifically me, like what is my role in it? Yeah. So if, if, if something is going wrong and I'm not being helpful, I'm not being mindful or I'm not trying to help the, the situation then you cannot shift or cause blame. And oftentimes that's what we do is like something goes wrong. It's their fault. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I could have helped that situation by X, Y, by X, Y, Z. If you're better with organization, if you're better with like agenda, if you're better with different things, how do you show up? What is your role in it? So another question can be is how can you show up better? How can you be the absolute best that you can be? How can you help that relationship in that area? How can you benefit the relationship in that area? And I guess, you know, thinking about that in any situation, what no matter what it is, what area, 
you know, you think about a difficulty that you're having in your relationship. Um, in order for things to change, you have to change. Mm. So it does not matter. No matter what the situation is, whose fault you may feel like it is, like Christian said, how can you show up better? So if it's a difficult situation you're facing, in order for things to change in this situation, in order for things to change in my relationship, I need to change. So how can I have a better perspective? How can I show up better in this situation, in this area? How can I be more of a help? Hmm. That's a that's a really good question. And and oftentimes I think we forget to ask Ourselves the questions. That. Yeah. Yes, because that's who you're asking those questions to. Yeah, you forget to ask yourself that question. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I be better? How can I show up better? And what is my role in it? Mm-hmm. And And this can be even as simple as an argument. You know, argument happens and you're like, well, date, okay, don't stop. What was my role in it? Mm-hmm. Were, were was I not responding? Was I ignoring? Like we always have a role to play. Yeah. And I think if you take the time to step back and see that, it's going to be really helpful and beneficial to your relationship because your your arguments, the the things that you go through, won't last as long. Because if we tell our kids this all the time, the coach yells at you for messing up, and you're like. I got it. That was my bad. Like, what is he going to do? He's going to keep yelling at you? No. It's hard to keep yelling <laughs> at somebody if they own the response. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know? Good job. Keep yeah. it moving. <laughs> so when you own it and you sh- you show up like that and you say, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have yeah. not listened or I shouldn't have not responded to you. I should have kind of said something. I'm I'm so sorry. Next time I will do better. Yeah. you. you yeah. Do better. <laughs> Yep. I mean, you stop it right away and easy then your relationship can get, get better. And keep moving. Keep Absolutely. Moving easy way to de-escalate a situation. Yeah. So okay. as always, yep. Batman, Robin. Batman. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you guys are amazing. We appreciate you guys. Um, we hope that this was beneficial to you guys um, and it added value to you. So tonight we're talking about marriage. Where are you? There's three stages in your relationship, right? So we talked about, you know, the the preparing, the repairing. And then the maximizing. You want to be in the maximizing state. All right. If you missed it, go back to the very beginning of the live. Catch it. It's it's a really good um, lesson on just making sure that you understand what stage in your relationship you're in. We talked about a few things. We talked about stop trying to be be or please other people. You can't be somebody else. And you don't want to be pleasing nobody else. You just want to please your spouse. We talked about what you want to fight for and what you want to fight against. And then lastly, just... What is the biggest problem in your relationship and what is your role in it and how can you show up better? We truly, truly appreciate you guys. As always, we want you to go out and dominate dominate your space. space. See you guys. Hi, Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Thank you for listening to Leadership Legacy Radio with your host, Chris Martinez. We appreciate you tuning into our show today and checking out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. To find more information out about us, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Leadership Legacy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leadership Legacy. Also in the description of this podcast, we're putting a free gift for our listeners. You'll get our Never Give Up ebook. That's 70 tips to help you be persistent keep going never give up on your goals or on your dreams now remember go out and dominate your space this is the leadership legacy radio